I'm David Baker. This is episode 26 of It's Pronounced Zine. On this episode, I'm going to be interviewing LA Zine Fest organizers Daisy and Kenzo. We talk about Star Trek, how to apply for the LA Zine Fest, and zine culture is pretty dope. Here comes Dave Baker with the show Talking about paper publications you should know Authors and photographers that are fresh on the scene Don't be getting twisted Twisted It's pronounced Zine Zine, Zine, Zine 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 Alright, let's do it um, Can we order the pizza while we're on the, the cast? I mean, if you feel the need to, it's part of the thing, right? I mean, we usually I won't say it. I mean, it'll be online. <laughs> I mean, usually the we usually have like hour long episodes, so whatever you want to do within that hour. All right, let me see. I will eat the pizza. That gets here on time. Let's do this thing where like I press the button, it's ordered, and that's when we start saying, <laughs> "Go, okay, hurry up." <laughs> can the pizza? That'll be the thing. You know, can yeah. the pizza make it? Yeah. All right. And if That's not, it's a Well, while you're yeah. doing that, I guess let's introduce ourselves. I'm Dave Baker. Dave Baker. I am Daisy Noemi. Kenzo Martinez. And uh, you guys are uh, the organizers of... L.A. Zine Fest. Yay, L.A. Zine not Fest. Not <laughs> I know. L.A. Zine Fest. L.A. <laughs> and what are you doing right now with your phone? Mira, mira. I'm ordering pizza. <laughs> 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 but it's good, baby. We we decided we had um, unanimous. I think I think it was unanimous. We said Pizza Hut. Do it. There was oh, some politics oh, in here. Excuse me. You said Domino sometimes. Uh, that doesn't make it a definitive yes to the Pizza Hut. So it's not consensus. <laughs> I'm just correcting <laughs> your majority. Your generalization there. Damn, she's calling me. You know, but that's why we love her. Yeah. She yeah. keeps us all in check. She cracks the whip. Yeah, yeah. She makes it happen. Is that the role that you fulfill in terms of putting the show together, the Zine Fest together? Are you kind of... You know, it's it's really challenging. I think the most difficult part about organizing um, an event with such, like, few people, you know, there's four of us. It's like we all just really help each other in many ways, Mm -hmm. and we all play supportive roles in organizing if we're not leading uh, a task. Mm -hmm. So I think that um, we all just do everything ultimately. Mm. Like, there are, like, I think that if anything I know that I do the most is I'm the one that sort of like does a lot of the social media stuff, like mm-hmm. the Instagram posts, and I try to like make sure that we're accessible in that way. But mm-hmm. Bianca also helps out with social media stuff too. So mm-hmm. it's like we all do a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And gotcha. that's important to, to make sure, you know. Yeah, it's any, well. any good team, right? Mm hmm. Takes a village. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how did you guys start? Uh, before we get into the Zine Fest side of things, how did you guys start making zines or reading zines, or how did you find them? Um, I was originally an egg, and I mutated into this sort of gelatinous bean. Mm-hmm. Then I formed a hard crust mm-hmm. and became some sort of like a shrimp. Mm-hmm. I then became fascinated with illustration I decided to start illustrating things mm-hmm. so the claws came in handy mm-hmm. do shrimps have claws? we're gonna say they do shrimp? you did they All don't right. but They're you underwater. did underwater <laughs> underwater illustrations I think it was cause I've just been drawing and being weird from, from a little kid mm. and uh zines um came about as comics mm. 
to me. But I found out um, there were these kids in Hawaii um, passing out these uh, graffiti pictures amongst each other and trading them. And I was like, who are these kids out way over there? And then it was like kind of like a pen pal mm -hmm. situation and uh, people trading photos and stories and, you know. Um, so that's kind of how. And then later I met these other kids and they were like, hey. It's like old culture of what exactly you're describing. I'm like, are you serious? And, and you know, <laughs> it's over from there. Hmm. Uh, did you, were you making comics or were they more like? I was drawing, like I was single much copying. Oh, really? Yeah, I was copying, like, I would look at like a Spider-Man or I would look at like a Captain America or I would look at, you know, some Hakusai kind of like wave thing. Mm -hmm. And I was just like. I gotta, I gotta draw it, you know. Well, how did they do that? It was kind of like puzzles, mm -hmm. you know. Like how, how did that puzzle? And uh, I, I kind of like, I go back to highlights the magazine. Mm. My parents got me a subscription, and there was this like little like, fi find the difference in page left and page right. Right, right. And uh, how old stuff. were you at this point? Oh my god, I'm what four? I wish you would have said like, oh yeah, I was like thirty. Yeah, I am thirty. <laughs> yeah, you discovered you discovered fucking highlights at thirty, and you're like, these are amazing. I thought you were gonna say you were still an egg. I was still an egg. No, I think I was in my gelatinous period. Okay, I look right. kind of like um, you know, the, like Jello where you where it comes looks like a cup. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. That's with, so with silly. The fruit inside. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's still fruity. Yeah. What about you, Daisy? Um, for me, I was sort of like a late bloomer uh, with zine culture and zines. I got introduced to it when I was in San Diego, probably, I don't know, like, let's say my mid-20s. Okay. And um, I'm in my early 20s right now, though, mm -hmm. but I discovered it in my mid-20s. Sure, right. And, mm -hmm. um, and so I discovered them then by, I think, Riot, uh, Girl A Go Go. I don't, I, I don't know if, I think they were having like a, like a, not like a, like a pop-up zine library of their, of their, of their zines that they had available. Mm -hmm. And I just went to Solana Beach and just like went to their little tent and picked some zines and bought some zines. And that was pretty much it for me. And I was like, this is so cool. Um, and then after that, I saw another event pop up in San Diego at this like art gallery that I don't think exists anymore and now I the name can't, I, I can't remember the name exactly and they were having like a I think they were all trading zines like the people that were participating um, were trading zines with everybody else oh, okay. um, a zine trade thing event and then I made my first zine when I moved from San Diego to LA um, and that's when I found uh, Meredith and Simon at Craft and Folk Art Museum mm -hmm. when they were trying to like make the first Zine Fest happen, mm -hmm. and I signed up for information about the Zine Fest, and um, they were like, "It's only going to be like x amount of money," and I was like, "Tight, I can afford that," even though I was having, I was struggling with like settling in to Los Angeles because I think when I moved back to LA, it was like the peak of like the economic crisis and it was really difficult to find a job so I was like without a job for like six months or something mm. um, but even then I was still like alright fuck it I don't care I have a job but I'm gonna go to Zine Fest I don't know how <laughs> <laughs> where there's a will there's a way where there's a zine there's a zine and then and then that was it and I remember I remember Kenzo at the not the first one but at Homan Etman mm -hmm. I think that's when I was first 
introduced to Kenzo because he was a, a devoted Elysian Fest volunteer and there was some communication between, you know, everybody. And I was like, that guy looks cool. Hi. And he is. <laughs> this is post-gelatinous form. Yeah. <laughs> all, he's all growed, grown up. Uh, what was your first, what, the zine that you made, what, what was it? It was called I'll, I'll Kind of Miss You. And it was essentially just like a way for me to like sort of come to terms with my San Diego journey and my San Diego chapter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't really happy in San Diego for a lot of reasons. You know, I wasn't really happy with like, not my friends, but like the social experiences that I had there and like my job I hated I had detested it um it was a like I worked in a business office at a car dealership and I was like there's more to life than this (laughs) you know damn it I was like what the you know it's one of those like weird epiphanies where that you have with yourself about like what am I doing with my life like I'm almost 30 or whatever and I don't really I'm not really happy like can I change that and so I went ahead and, and just quit decided to quit my job in February, I think it was right before Valentine's Day, and and then I moved to LA, and then I and then that was it. That's uh, very similar to my San Diego story. I lived in San Diego for a while. Same thing. Where I was like, "What the fuck am I doing? This is there's so many drugs here. So much drug. Oh my god! I'm no. What am I doing with my life? I thought you were gonna say there was a lot of beach. There is a lot of beach, but <laughs> the, where I where I was living, it was not a lot of beach. It was a lot of hobos and a lot of drugs. Um, and then I moved here. So, yay for both of us yeah, getting the I'm fuck like, out. People are, I don't know, it's just such a weird, I mean, I love San Diego for, like, how beautiful it is and, like, how chill it is, but at the same time, I'm just like, you guys suck. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, San Diego, my best friends live there. But yes and no, you know what I mean? And then, I don't know, it's just like, LA is such a different, like, it's a much more interesting for me than mm-hmm. San Diego is. And even though the art culture, I think now the art scene or whatever is, like, finally becoming like more intersectionalized and like bar- all the stuff that's going on in Barrio Logan and, and, and everything um, but it's happening I think also as a result of zine culture that's been also I guess becoming more popular in the past years mm-hmm. um, that's a that's a good point though that zine culture in general is like I feel like it's exploding right now like people maybe not that it was dormant or anything but right now it feels like a real nice time in terms of there are a shitload of people making zines it's what you gotta do i don't know it's like you know when people are like is that a zine and you're like oh god no i get that yeah no i i get that a lot but i feel like just even here in california there's you know the sd zine fest you guys long beach zine fest santa Ana zine fest orange county zine fest um and that's just like in socal and then there's like the east bay art book and zine fair um, the the SF Zine Fest, mm-hmm. like that's a shitload of zine shows. There is, and there's also a couple more that are in the works or trying to happen. I know that San Fernando Valley Zine Fest is trying to happen. Oh yeah, um, mm-hmm. there, it's been put on hold for. I mean, I'm not talking about right now, but when it was trying to get started last year, there were some things going on that just prevented the person who was trying to organize it, you know, from following through, but she's really trying to make it happen and hopefully she can this year. Um, And then at the same time, just recently, I don't know if anybody's heard of the San San Fernando Valley Art Book Fair that's also just popping up. Mm. Um, And that's going to happen actually this weekend on Saturday where where LA Zine Fest will be, as well as other uh, zinesters. 
Um, so it's like really cool just to be a part of this community. And I don't think people really understand like how amazing the community is. Because I think even though there are cliques within the community, it's for me, I, it, it's really just a way to connect with people and also just to show support to other individuals, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that's really what makes it awesome. Do you feel like that's like the temperature of the social ecosystem is that? That it's like everybody, because I know sometimes at comics shows, that's not the vibe. Um, but I would say at most zine fests that people are all really excited and like exactly what you said, like there to support and show that they're down to fuck for each other. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm asking your opinion. <laughs> no, like, do you yeah, see that? No, yeah, definitely. Like, and I think that the more that I become, become involved in like, you know, the DIY community and like the underground, whatever fucking art community. And even like the music community, like, um, it's not about like necessarily being interested in the same kind of art or the same kind of poetry or the same kind of music. It's just a matter of like showing support for your friends that are, that like different things than you, but also are passionate about things. Mm -hmm. Um, and I get reminded of that, uh, all the time with zine culture and like even I did this uh I volunteered for this wonderful nonprofit um called Chica Roquera Southeast LA. It's a summer camp for for little for little brown girls and essentially you know like Rock Camp really I don't know if mm-hmm, you guys mm-hmm. it's the same thing but it's just based in Southeast LA. And they have this thing where they say don't don't you don't ill my yay. So mm. like just because you like Justin Bieber doesn't mean I'm gonna be like, oh fuck that, fuck Justin Bieber. <laughs> it's like that's dope. You can like Justin Bieber. I'll like I don't know another pop star that they might not like sure. or whatever or mm-hmm. Selena or whatever something like that. So what? Eso? The so. Queso? <laughs> I did order cheese. I ordered the cheese. Oh, is the pizza ordered? Mm-hmm. It is confirmed. You hit submit. Submitted. Did All you- through an app where you don't have to talk to anyone. You don't have to be like, uh, excuse me. Uh, just one button. <laughs> just one button. We live in the future, guys. The Jesus. weird totalitarian Nazi future where we can order pizza. It's <laughs> all it takes, the internet. Yeah, for real. Um, so is that how you got involved in... Um, in organizing then you just kind of slowly I was just around a lot like I was just always like really interested in volunteering like how can I help in what capacity can I help like where can I help and and then um after Meredith left they approached me not 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 to be an official organizer but just if I could help in like a bigger in a bigger capacity like doing bigger uh having bigger responsibilities mm-hmm. and it's a lot of work it really is like i don't really think people understand how much mm. dialogue uh, occurs when trying to organize something that we try to keep really inclusive of all the people that exist within zine fest and um and also to try and keep it like as intersectional as we can you know mm-hmm. um so it's we're always trying to have conversations about like you know well I don't know, even something like make it, putting the layout. It's like we have to make sure we address the needs of those people that might be claustrophobic. So they need to be in an area that has easy access to an exit in case they have anxiety so mm-hmm. they can step out really quickly. Or people that 
maybe have a bladder problem and they need to be close sure, to a yeah. restroom. Like mm-hmm. we, it's, those are those all, all things that we worry about, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, which is why like during the application, we always ask, is there a specific request that you want us to fulfill if you, you know, get accepted to be a vendor? Mm-hmm. And it sounds so silly, but those things are important. No, those things are, <laughs> I mean, even especially like, even just having the exits from behind the tables be slightly too close is like a real thing like when we were at uh, Small Press Expo which is a great show it was fucking amazing but the the way that the exit was it was two tables like this and to get out from behind your table the other person that was sitting had to like move to the side Mm. which is like I know. It doesn't sound like anything. It's, it it's sounds, huge. It's a huge. It really I know. is. I know. But it doesn't sound like that. Like, you say that to someone <laughs> no. and you're, they're like, you're so spoiled. Just ask them to move. And you're like, yeah, but 15 times over the course of the day? Cry baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I, 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 I don't even, I would never want to put on a scene fest because I personally would never... I wouldn't even know where to begin in terms of dealing with all those things because I'm sure everybody has specific ideas and there's no right answer, quote unquote, Mm-mm. and you're always going to be the bad guy. Right. Like even we, even though we try to address as many needs as possible uh, that are like co- very clearly communicated to us, we have to try and anticipate things that we think people might need from us without having the communication that that's what they need. Mm-hmm. So even like stuff like that, you know, and then. Even though we do everything, there's always going to be somebody that's like, uh, you guys might... I didn't get a lot of people at my table. It's your fault. I'm like, whoa. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I mean, I would say at some conventions, that is absolutely true. I... At the the LA Zine Fest that I've been to, I have not seen that. I, I have seen a shitload of people... And those... The, the floors that I've seen that you guys do were laid out the best possible way. I've been at... Thank, mul- thank you. <laughs> no, for real. Yo, like, thank you. High five. That means... Yeah. Let me go. No, I've been at multiple shows where it's just like, who the fuck designed this? Like, a bunch of trained monkeys? And... <sighs> or even, even just like... And I know that this is, again, one of those things that doesn't sound like a big deal unless you're somebody who tables regularly, but putting certain groups of vendors away from everyone else is like the most frustrating thing when you're there to sell whatever it is that you're selling because you're like now I'm now I'm on the main floor I'm not in the like natural flow of traffic mm-hmm. so the people who don't necessarily know that they want what I have won't find me and I I haven't seen that in any of the LA Zine Fest that I've been to oh thank you all it's right. a lot of Good. we cry. Good. Glad. Glad. <laughs> Things go all like, kinds of ways and we are just like catching all like the for, like for last for last year, you know, it was like mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, for the planning that we did last year for this year, the lighting was like a huge, huge Can we not oh my I god. I know, I'm getting anxiety just like thinking oh, about oh, it. Oh. <laughs> but like it was a huge thing that we knew we had to problem solve and we tried so hard to problem solve it and like all the way through, it was like a pain in the ass trying to like make sure that everybody had lighting. Or if somebody, we thought people had lighting, there were people that were like, this light is too bright. It's, or it's hitting me directly in the eye. And you're just like, shit, like I have to go like finagle mm-hmm. this light to like avoid hitting this person. But then when you shift the light and make somebody else mm-hmm. a little bit more darkly lit, so you're just like, I don't know. And so we were so worried the whole time. 
about the lighting for this year. Even though it was a beautiful space, and we couldn't have asked for like a more perfect venue to have like the fifth year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, we're in 2017. Fuck, no, 2016. Oh. The majestic <laughs> for the majestic. Um, um, you know, it's just like, and people were like, the lighting, the lighting. We're like, we know. Don't tell us. We know. We're very aware that the lighting is a huge problem, and we're working on it. I mean, just the fact though that like last year you guys had that whole like mezzanine upstairs level, and I as an attendee organically found it, and it was not like I. I you could. What time inst- did you go? I was there probably. I don't know, ten, eleven in the morning. Yeah, oh, you were an early bird. Yeah, it got a little cray cray after that. Oh, I no, I was yeah. there too. I left yeah. around like three or four, and it was mm-hmm. fucking packed. But that's not people not finding it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I get that. Yes, there were a fuckload of people up there, and it was kind of hard to see some of the tables. But that is that is a good problem to have in my book because that means that each one of those people either were sleeping at their table. Or just had bad shit if they didn't sell anything. Because you could, you, there were so many people up there. That's like the dream scenario. Because then you're just like randomly pitching people. Like, hey, what's up? You want to check this out? Hey, what's up? You want to check this out? It's so hard. I, as being a, um, a, a participant in Zine Fest for the first three years, it's always kind of funny. Like, like who you, you're like, hey, hi, what's up? Look at my stuff. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes just people naturally go to your table. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I have a pretty specific demographic demographic of people where it's like, are you wearing pins? Do you have colored hair? Denim jacket. Denim jacket with like uh, a back patch. Dr. Martens. Yep. Especially floral print Dr. Plastics. Martens. Plastics. Mm-hmm. Plastics. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like the... Bangs? No bangs. Bangs. All right. Yeah. Are we talking about women or men or both? Uh... I'll leave that uh, right. up in the air. Non-binary, um, I get it. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean that the, those people, when they come to the table, f- will find something that they will like, and it's like, oh yes, this is okay. You make you make this. All right, cool. Um, partially because most of the characters and the stuff I make look like that, so it's a very like, oh, <laughs> this is me. Um, Photography is a little bit different because, like, you know. I think especially being a female photographer, like, the way that mo- either, like, stuff has to be kind of sexy mm-hmm. to uh, attract both, like, genders or, you know, most, a lot of more people. But otherwise, like, men aren't really interested unless they're a photographer themselves in the photography books. Mm. Or it has to be, like, gritty. And my stuff is, like, not gritty. And they're really, it's, I don't really shoot, like, sexy stuff. Mm-hmm. I just do, like, landscapes, like, fine art and shit. And people are, like, not interested. But hmm. that's cool. You do you, boo-boo. Yeah, not You do you. <laughs> not everyone's for everyone. So, but that's your, like, target demographic, though, is, like, other photographers and or women. And or women, I guess so. Hmm. Yeah. I just like dreamy shit. (laughs) (laughs) And like whoever happens to like dreamy shit, I'm like tight. And if you don't like it, then fuck you. That's really interesting though (laughs) that you say that that, uh, it's specifically the other photographers aspect. Because I feel like there are certain people in the comics world who are the same way. Where they're like cartoonists, cartoonists. Where a normal person who reads comics, which is already like 1% of the population don't necessarily respond to or connect with certain people's work, but people who make comics 
love that person. Kind of like the idea of like a stand-up's stand-up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Larry David before he met Seinfeld or something. Um, Personally, I don't think Larry David is that funny. Just hey, want to put my two, my two, two cents, cents on, on that one. You know what? It's like, funny story, the actress that he has a crush on in Louie, mm-hmm. she goes to the dance studio sometimes. I don't know why that's I don't even important. remember his character in Louie. Who does he play in Louie? Himself. What dance that's studio? A, that's a completely <laughs> oh, different person, my friend. Is it? Yes. Oh, my God. I don't that's know. That's Louis C.K. Oh, damn it. Yeah. That's Louis right. C.K. Larry David is uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, I do think he's funny. Yeah. I mean, you could there, you could yeah, think yeah. he's not funny too. There are a lot of people who think he's not funny. I mean, I get it. His like stuff is like really dry, mm-hmm. and you either have to be in the mood to try and interpret why his jokes are funny or not in the mood. Mm-hmm. No, Larry David. The formula is the awkward. I'm uncomfortable. Laugh. Mm-hmm. I don't. That's what it is. It's just like, oh, oh my god, what? Oh, <laughs> are you for what? Oh no, you did it. <laughs> like, oh my god you know it's so like mm-hmm. can't believe this you know it's like watching the car wreck <laughs> but it's funny I mean that schadenfreude kind of way mm-hmm. although it's, I mean he claims it's real stuff but some of that stuff is so ridiculous there's no way I mean yeah some of it I'm sure is inspired by real life but there's just no way <laughs> oh, no. no no it's not a real thing um what do you uh let's talk about as organizers what you guys look for um because I know a lot of people that listen to the show are zinesters and or comics people, and they make DIY stuff. And I know a lot of them live here in the L.A. area, and I'm sure that they're all going to apply for L.A. Zine Fest on, what is it, January 30th? Is that when that opens? Yes. Yeah, January 30th when the applications open. January 30th. Oh. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about, like, I don't know, what, what you guys look for in terms of applicants or... Um, what you guys don't look for, um, or don't want rather? Well, we most we try to have at least fifty percent newcomers. Mm-hmm. So people that have never tabled before at LA Zine Fest, uh, we highly encourage you to apply because mm-hmm. we are specifically looking for people that have never been at Zine Fest, mm-hmm. and we do that to try and. Make it as diverse as possible without just having the same people throughout the years. Sure. You know, be the exhibit, their work. But, I mean, that also happens um, because, I don't know, people just make really cool shit. And that's also another thing that makes it really difficult to to pick, to curate. Because it's like we have so many talented people here in Los Angeles that make really wonderful stuff, you know, for whatever reason. They're great writers. Um, they're great uh, artists. They're great musicians. I don't know hum- humans. Yeah, people that are not shitty people. Yeah, there are also some shitty people here. But we did just post a blog a blog post that specifically talks about how to improve your application, which essentially means that makes it a little bit easier on us mm-hmm. um, to decide what. Or you know, with if we if you can make it, if we want you, if we want your stuff. <laughs> but um, a lot of the times, what happens is people will submit their application and they put links that don't work. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate because it's not very helpful. Yeah, I can't look at your stuff if your links don't lead me. If like if I get a four hundred four message, it's like the you know the kid that cried link. <laughs> it's like I don't believe you. Where is it? 
So that's really important just to make sure that your stuff works, your links work. And then another add-on to that is um, we really want direct, as many direct links as possible um, because a lot of times people, you know, they give us a link to their website, dope, beautiful stuff, I want to buy it, but I can't, there's no zines, I can't see their zines on their website. Um, or maybe it says zines, but the actual like page doesn't have anything because maybe they're in the middle of updating it, sure. if, you know, whatever. Um, not Also not very helpful. And... Sometimes, a lot of the time, because Instagram is just like so popular and people just use it for everything, you know, people will give us their profile link to their Instagram. And that's also really awesome. But sometimes it takes a lot of time, or most of the time, it takes a lot of time to, to, to sift through all those pictures and find a few pictures of zines. Yeah, it's like, okay, you're eating a cake, you're eating another cake, you're eating, oh my God, where are the zines? You're eating another cake. And it's like, <laughs> Why are oh, you eating so many cakes? You're going to get diabetes. Puppy. Diabetes. Cat, friends, fun, but no zines. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and it's like, we have to do a lot of research, essentially, is what it ends up being. And, so, it's, you know, last year, for 2016, we got... 500 applications. Yeah, that takes a lot of time. That's a lot. And we don't just like look through the applications one time. We like look through them many, many times. It's many, many hours. I would it's safe to say that if each person got like 125 applications, it's at least like 25 hours of just looking through these applications, making sure that you know, even though your eyes are tired, maybe your brain's a little tired from just looking at 15 other applications before this one. You're like, okay, is this, do I feel, how do I feel about this? Like, is this something that I'm just like making a, a judgment call on because I'm just really fucking tired? Do I need to take a break? So it can be a bit overwhelming at times. Um, and uh, a lot of the times people do apply with one zine only, which is fine. But it, it, if you only have one zine, then I would encourage you to apply with another person that has more zines than you. That way you guys can have sort of like a little collective um, because it's very uh, uh, it's it makes it less probable for us to to select you to be a part of LA Zine Fest. Right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then sometimes people apply with one zine and they have a lot of merch which is also really amazing, but we require a lot of all of our tailors to have 80% zines because it is a zine fest, mm-hmm. not sell your shirts and pins and cassettes and whatever else. Um, and then another thing that I don't think people, maybe not zinesters, but like maybe they don't think it's a consideration is to make sure that they have accessible prices of their zines. Like it's, I know that a lot of people... Now, now, especially now, like do like really amazing like risograph, letterpress zines, which are amazing, and they're like fifteen, twenty bucks, which is probably maybe like what it costs to make, depending on like where they got it and how many like copies they printed. But it's important to also make sure that if you're going to have a fifteen or twenty dollars zine, that you also have zines that are a dollar, five dollars, stuff that like the people that can't afford the really expensive zines can buy. I mean, yeah, I can testify to that just even as, like, a business person. You know, I mean, Nicole, my partner, and I did, like, 35 shows last year, and the amount of $1 stickers that we sold compared to the amount of $20 books is astronomical, and we've paid for whole tables 
And almost like we paid for hotels in like stickers and like random ass little tiny one dollar zines. Like it's fucked up how people want they stand with you and they're like, oh yeah, you're really cool. I don't really want anything you have, but here, here's a dollar so I can leave this conversation. And I'm like, that's fine with me. Give me your dollar. It's like really important because it's like a part of one of the huge things about zine culture is accessibility. It's like, you know, if people, I think that if you also, if you have free zines, that's even better because like Fraser Cake, who usually tables every year, it's like super important for them to be uh, at LA Zine Fest because they are a nonprofit. They, you know, it's and then not not everybody. I think at this point, maybe a lot of people know about them, but if not, more people should know about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't sell any zines, and they just put their stuff on the people on the table, and people take it, and that's like. Beautiful, <laughs> you know. Um, and then we also we don't have any content restrictions on zines, but we you know we don't want anything offensive to anybody. If you're gonna talk shit about gay people, women, people like a certain race, or people who are like disabled, we're not gonna. It's very unlikely that you will not get accepted into Zine Fest mm-hmm. because that's not cool. Don't I agree. Be, don't be a jerk. Yeah. Rude. What, what did you say? Don't harsh my yay? No. What? No, don't ew, ew no. my yay. No, don't ew my yay. I know, right. that sounds weird. No, no, I'm into it. I'm into I, it. I get it. I've heard it before. It's it's from food. It's uh, don't yuck my yum. Yeah, yeah. Where someone is like, yeah. you know, ooh, flan, and you're like, oh, God damn. You can do it to your family, though. That's okay. Mm. Mm. I do that to my brother all the time. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... And then, of course, we will love you if you give us a bunch of direct links to your work because it makes it less work for us. We don't have to spend 30 minutes on the Internet trying to find where your, where your zines are. Um, and also, if you list really good descriptions of what your zines are about, that is also very helpful because sometimes they'll say just titles. They'll list all the titles. They'll have like 10 zines. They'll list the titles of their zine. And they'll show, we'll, we'll be able to find their zines. And we'll see a couple of pictures of all of their zines. But we're like, what the fuck is this about? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Which makes it a little bit challenging. Yeah. When you um, have, you know, your, the title of your zine is like obliquity. And you're like, what? It's not a word. <laughs> what is this? It's about obliques. I've seen that show. <laughs> it's about working out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, so that's essentially the ballpark. Right. Just make it easier for us to to look at your shit. Right. Uh, Pretty much. Do you? Did you? When you first got involved, did you have any idea of how difficult? No. That, no. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. Like I think mm. that going into it, you're just like I love, I love zines, I love zine culture, my baby. You're just like damn it, like halfway. You're just like. I love you, but why do you do this to me? Sort of thing. <laughs> Most things that, you know, that's kind of like the nature of love. You gotta, you gotta work for it. I mean, it's really rewarding in the end, like, especially at the end of Zine Fest, like, where we get emails from people, you know, that are just like, this is my first Zine Fest. I had such a wonderful time. Like, it's so amazing. And you're just like crying tears of joy because mm. <laughs> of all these really nice emails that everybody you know sends you or whatever just like i helped you know i think for me it's really important to be a part of a space of community that nurtures everybody else in some way like that's that's what i want that's why i like being a part of zine fest and that's why i want to do this as long as i can it keeps me sane honestly because my day job 
is my day job. And I have like my photography stuff or what have you, which also makes me very happy. But it's also super important to just. I think a lot of the times people, especially artists, we're kind of like loners.、Mm-hmm. And we can be like very, like,、uh, you know. As, as Kenzo's sitting there, like, drawing and not interacting. We can hibernate. <laughs> She's、sometimes. really good at saying what we, you know what I mean?、We're, I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Indeed. Kenzo's really good at cleaning chakras. <laughs> Aww. Because you know, it's important to even have that aspect to our meetings because sometimes we're just like, we have our check ins before we get into like business talk or whatever. We're just like, how are you doing today? How are you doing today? Or,、mm-hmm. you know, what's been going on with you? And then we just sort of like talk about our lives for a minute.、Mm. And then we're like, all right, fuck it, let's do it.、Mm. Let's get into this. So, what you're saying is he's a good listener, he's good at absorbing some of the. Well, he is also a reminder because sometimes we won't do that. He'll be like, let's clean our chakras, guys.、And、we're like, all right, let's do it. I'm ready. It sounds like you, have, you guys have a very holistic ecosystem. You guys like, all balance each other out fairly、oh, well. For sure. No, that's for sure. Like,、uh, in a friendship way, in an emotional way, in like, a logistics way, like, also in intellect and the way we see things like, perspective wise,、mm-hmm. it's so, they're so valuable. Like, Everyone has this unique, kind of like a superhero team. Put it like that. You know, it's like. Who would, if, if you guys were a team, A, what team would you be? And B, which, which characters? Oh my God, that's so hard. I'm just going to say I would be like Sailor Moon, even though it's not related in any way to. Oh,、well, sure it is. Tuxedo Mask. Yeah, they're a superhero team. Or maybe I'd be her cat, Luna. Luna, yeah. Is Tuxedo Mask an option? You, it can be if that's what role you fill on the team.、It's、so classy. You're like not even on the team. <laughs> no, it's like support character. Yeah. Which kind of is true. I don't know. Honestly, I feel like、uh, I'll be like.、Um, hi. <laughs> We're waving、right. at、I'm、each other. We're just recording social media things, you know. I'll be, I'll be、um, sort of put in a situation over and over again where the universe will be like, hey, here's A. And then, you know, a week, a day, a minute later, we'll be like, here's B. And for whatever reason, I'm put with like these two things. I'm like, hey, either you two people should connect, or these two resources should connect, or these like two ideas should, you know, I, just, I feel like I'm always kind of put in that position. So I just I try to honor that.、Mm-hmm. And that's on it. Really, like, it sounds like a hippie thing to do, but I was, it was aligned for me to like help Ellie Zine Fest. Because I honestly did not expect to ever do anything like this or, you know, think in the future I'm going to do something like this or expect anything like this to ever exist or for people to really like pick it up and, you know, feel, feel like it's such an intimate thing, like have so many people like share that experience with you. That's kind of like rare, you know?、Mm-hmm. And so, really honored to just be able to hold space for, you know, this community and like let. These ideas have like a safe space to be nurtured, and I, like these ideas to like be passed down because it is like intergenerational, like intersect. It's like it's kind of all these different things. And Zine Fest is a really good example of all these different communities or like aspects of our community like coming together and having a place to have this dialogue or share space or like share zines,、mm-hmm. you know. And、um, something、uh, I personally struggle with is I'll be saying something, you know, now. And I don't necessarily mean that like, I'm forever going through these things, but like, in a zine, it's sort of captured for all time, you know?、Sure. And people will meet you like, years later, like, oh my God, I really, 
I'm going through that, and you're having these conversations over and over again, and uh, you end up really like seeing all the different perspectives to the the question you put out there or the the idea you put out there, you know, mm-hmm. and all these different people that like in a way like now you are brothers and sisters with because mm-hmm. you've had this like experience here, you know, like this is a really bad example, but like sports or the army or something, you're going through a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have this bonding. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there's sort of the same thing going on in zines where it's like, but it's, you know, a lot of people like, I went through this and someone's like, wow, like, I didn't have the courage to say that. Thank you for saying it. And, you know, and there's like real like serious bonding that happens. These people make these friendships or like see each other over and over again at all the different things or write letters or mm-hmm. all the E stuff that's happening. You know, with emails, emails, e igs and fbs and <laughs> snaps and t- tweets. Man, you know all that stuff. Man, I'm old. I was born in '80. Man, that's kind of a trip too because I saw the end of. I got to see sort of the end of like that '90s. Um, you know, distro fact sheet five kind of like that era mm-hmm. and see the beginning of like the next sort of like what people are kind of like doing nowadays which is really cool because uh you know every couple years like scenes kind of like fluctuate die kind of go away come back go away go away come back um but these issues that we're dealing with a lot in zines don't go away Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people adding to the conversation of like what it is, you know, that we're working with or working toward or maybe struggling against. Um, I kind of resonate a lot with like, you know, ish, like the weird esoteric zines where people are like, hey, like uplift, uplift your, like Daisy was saying, uplift your chakras. You know, or the other kind of like more political stuff where it's like, oh, I don't have access to any of this in regular mainstream media, so I'm happy to see this. Mm-hmm. You have to like also fact check, of course. Yeah. But, you know, interesting ideas floating out there for sure, but I think it's good to get all of them. And Zines is kind of the last place to really have a free thought, a free autonomous voice, like a free thing that's not. You know, to borrow the phrase for Hakim Bay, like the the like weird eye, you know, mm-hmm. the, the ever watching, you know. So you make these like spaces for each other, and good things happen. This is like a weird, um, you know, journey that all of us are taking. So it's kind of interesting to see like where we're all going to end up. Mm. You know, because like like you said, now there's like. I.E. Zine Fest, Riverside Zine Fest, Claremont Zine Fest. Um, what was the one we we're going to this San weekend? San Fernando Valley Art Book Fair. San Fernando Valley Art Book Fair. Yeah. Ape, all the established guys, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, you know, what are we, what are we going to do together? I really hope, like, we can function as, like, um, an archive or, like, a branch where, you know, all these people can have... You know, because this is going into history, like, going on into the future. Like, you say you made a zine today. Like, it's so lit. Like, how do you... Okay, I don't know. Anyways, I'm, I'm digressing. <laughs> I'm digressing. Well, um, well I'm going to add to 
Kenzo's statement is that, you know, another important part of zines and zine fest and zine culture is just having space for all the marginalized voices that don't, to, that usually mm-hmm. have a space. And it's like, uh, so fucking important, especially right now, especially the way that the world is, especially how everybody just lives, not everybody, but, you know, like POC people um, live in this weird, like, fucking fear that things might happen to their families, um, women and, and people and people who don't identify as women, like how their bodies are, you know, with healthcare and everything. It's just like so important to make sure that we are here for each other, even if it's just in this like platform of like exchanging zines, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's just like so important. So, you know, aside from the things that like help you, um, with your application and zines and in the, in the zine fest application, it's like really important to make sure, well, <sighs> comics, we love comics and we want comics at zine fest, but we also want like queer, queer groups represented we we also want feminists we also want non-binary we also want like uh per zines we want social activist zines we want photo zines photo zines yeah photography zines art zines so we just really want the full scope like if you have a zine that's different than anybody else's we want it maybe Mm -hmm. i don't know we have to look at your application (laughs) maybe you know potentially and um, and I don't think that people should feel discouraged to apply because we want to, you know, but even if the, like, the beautiful thing also with Zine Fest is that there's a lot of, like, collaboration that develops between zinesters and maybe not during but after the fact because they meet each other at Zine Fest, um, which is really cool. It's, like, uh, I think for last year we were able to accommodate a few schools. Mm-hmm. That I think last year was the first year that we had the most, like, a junior high and a high school apply and it was just like so cool to see a bunch of teenagers super excited about participating super excited they were so happy and like we had the opportunity to coordinate readings at the last bookstore for last year and we were able to also give an opportunity to these kids to do readings that's fucking at the awesome last bookstore and it's just like that's the sort of stuff that we want to do you know also collectives like, you know distros yeah that's fucking like life changing if you're like 15 <clears throat> and you don't have a voice and you don't feel represented and all of a sudden sure. somebody gives you a platform you're fucking you're a zinster for life at that point for sure that's exactly when you feel like no one's listening to you fuck i still feel that way and i'm not 15 <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna share the story of a volunteer that we a little girl that we met at uh i think it was at a zine workshop at the craft and folk art museum yeah. we were all like crying about it oh my it was, god. we were just like so so sad but so cool like she was a a little girl that that has gone through a lot of what seemed like trauma because like her dad was sharing her story with us and i'm not going to go into specifics but it seemed like she had like a difficult upbringing with like the separation of her dad and, and and her and her mom but she was currently living with her dad and like um she she wrote a zine and it was like just like so intense like the stuff that she wrote mm-hmm. and she was like dad you can't read this so he was like okay so obviously it was around the table but he was like no i i can't read this my daughter said i can't read it so i'm not gonna read it and we're like that's so tight that you're gonna respect that because i thought it would have been like what's in here <laughs> what's up what's up <laughs> and then like, what's going on here oops i accidentally read your whole zine my bad 
Yeah. But um, and then like so after that workshop, she was like, "How can I participate? How can I help with Zine Fest? Like I'm just like really interested in uh, in helping you guys out. Like it's so cool, yada yada yada." And like her dad was just like really amazed that she was so interested in being involved in the Zine community because I guess he had been having trouble with her opening up to like. I don't know, a lot of therapists that she's been through. Like, she was just having such a hard time even just opening up to, like, professionals. But she was just so free and, I guess, open to writing about her journey or her whatever in, in her zine. And he was like, I really want her to be involved in this. And, like, she, they, they came the day of because we were like, if you are not sure if you want to volunteer, it's totally okay. We don't need to know right now. We're always looking for volunteers on the day of, so just show up on the day of, and we'll, you know, we'll give you guys something to do because we'll need help. And they did, and they showed up, and she was so excited, and she was like manning the the art gallery that we had in like the zine library, and she was, she was so good. She was like, on t- she was a little whip. She kept everybody in check. <laughs> she was like, "What? You want to stay here? You can't take that zine out. Bring it back. Keep the aisle clear. <laughs> Keep the aisle clear. You know." And it was just like so cool to sort of like provide a space where she felt safe even though she wasn't really sharing it with her dad Mm -hmm. but like where i just want to like vent about my whatever her mental health and like whatever and her little zine and she was like you guys can read it but my dad can we're just like whoa crazy actually you know this kid you're gonna hear about this kid because this kid was like she's really smart super like for the first zine, best one of the best zines I've seen of 2016. <laughs> that was a good zine. I think that zine workshop we had at like a... I was like, whoa. In the very beginning of 2016 or late 2015? I don't remember. Uh, it was the beginning. Oh, no, it was actually the mid because we were already Kenzo's going to go get the pizza. Word. We'll, we'll, we'll hold it down oh, while you pizza it up. Same to you. It's a song. But even like being able to witness something like that is like pretty cool like you were able to help this little girl open up in her own way with zines and her dad is just like oh my god how did you do it we're just like it's just the zine man like we didn't do anything we're just like whatever you want to make the zine about make it and she was like all right and that's what happened that's so rad that's so rad so hopefully we'll see her again maybe it would be so hard for me not to just continually send her emails and be like, what are you doing? Are you writing stuff? Are you making more zines? What's your life? And again, I think the dad was like trying. He was asking me. I happened to be sitting next to him, you know, when his daughter was like writing his zine and whatever. And he was so what's you know, he didn't he hadn't he wasn't familiar with the zines the zine culture or zines or anything having to do with zines but um he was like so he's all this is really weird but cool because i've never experienced something that's so inclusive and you where you just want to share with everybody and everybody's just like trying to be like so nice and supportive and pizza is here so much pizza right <laughs> i'm trying to include everyone in this slice of pizza <laughs> thank you so much for yes. the slice of pizza um do you have napkins? I asked him and he said, no, I'm sorry. What? But did you tip him? I would have taken that dollar back. Damn it. Just kidding. Oh, shit. I would have tipped him. Aristotle. Kleenex. Oh, man. Kleenex. Is it Star, Star Wars themed Kleenex? It is. is. Yeah, Rogue One. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude. All right. But anyway, it's just so cool to even help the little girl in that way and her dad be like so appreciative of 
sort of of us facilitating that connection, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're just like, we were all crying about it later. We're just like, oh my god, it's so, <laughs> it was beautiful. so beautiful. Really, it was. The, the images, the text, like her, her, she had a really advanced vocabulary and a really advanced use of like prose. I was like, whoa. How old was she again? 13, 12? She was a teeny. Pretty bopper. young. And I was like, whoa, like. I think Whoa. because of the of whatever trauma she experienced, she really dove into books and, and a lot. She had lots of information about everything. And I was like, you're smarter than me. And I'm like 30. She had bomb writing style. That's like, cool. It was like, what? I'm like, about that. I saved it. It was, oh, yeah? it was really good. I was like, dude, this is good. So... And angel. I think I think even when she like wrote her email address, because we were like, you don't have to put your email address if you want people to reach out to you about your zine, you can. But it's really like up to you. You don't have to. She's like, okay, but I think in parentheses she wrote, I'm, she's like, I'm like underage for all the perverts that are trying to like just hit up a girl, so don't even try it. <laughs> we're just like, what? We're all dope. She just put them on check. It's so funny. It's so yeah. funny. Um. Uh, what was the last photography zine that you made? Um, actually, the last one that I did was, I think I called it, I titled it Monotone. It's black and white, and I printed it with Tiny Splendor. Yeah. Oh, nice. Ooh, we all love Cynthia. Cynthia's amazing. Tiny Splendor is amazing. Rhizograph, or Rhizograph is amazing. Is it, is it Rhizograph? I think so. Rise of the Graph. God damn it. I've been saying it wrong this whole time. No, I say Rizzo. Do you? Tomato, tomato, man. Fair enough. Hey. We're not, gonna yuck your yay. Right. We're not going to yuck your yay. We're not going to yuck your yay. I love that. I mean, I'll meet someone from Boston, they'll say sausage. Mm. You know? <laughs> I'll meet from someone from um, Philly, they'll say water. Or not water. Uh, hold on. Let me let me soften that. Water. water. Can you know how it is? Water. 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 Something like that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I hear all that stuff, and I'm like, the beauty of humans. <laughs> you know? Same word. Okay, Ben Affleck. It's cool, dude. Go around the world and you know at least meet these people, and you just all you have in common is like art or like music or something. And they're like, "Hey, no idea what you're saying, but that's cool." You know, have these like commonalities. Yeah, zines, man. That's kind of what we're doing too. It's like mm-hmm. none of these zines have anything to do with each other except that they're zines. Yeah, you know, and it's like that's kind of cool too because it's like, you know, some mid of the country person with their completely unique experience someone on the coast with their complete unique experience meet up and that's like that doesn't happen enough you know people get into these conflicts and these funky places where it's like try not to listen to each other and it's like Mm -hmm. you know squash it right there it's like hey I heard what you or I read what you said (laughs) you know that's cool I love that and honestly like I think that the zine community and the DIY community are well we try to be really understanding of each other even if we do have different points of views on things and um, I went to a, a Defend Boyle Heights um, meetup yesterday yeah and all of that there's so much going on I didn't even know I'm just like what but anyway I'm not gonna get into that political stuff right now um, you said our politics are deep they are they're super intense super deep um, but like even before they started their their meeting, they just wanted to talk about like community agreements. You know, we all have to agree as a community 
that we're going to listen to each other, that we're going to allow the person to speak until they're done speaking before we ask any questions. We're not going to interrupt each other. If you have, you know, if you're speaking too softly, we're going to ask you to speak louder. If we don't understand something, blah, 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 blah. And like, it's, there isn't a lot of dialogue in like day to day life where people are like that. You know, it's like a lot about consent. Mm-hmm. And there just isn't like people just ask you things about your body and you're just like who the fuck are you right now like I don't you're a stranger like why are you asking me about like my shirt's too tight or whatever it's like yeah. maybe I want to wear a tight shirt I don't know my butt's hanging out so what maybe I want maybe they need some air yeah maybe my butt cheeks need some air <laughs> <laughs> you know? I feel like that needs to be the title of this episode maybe my butt cheeks need some air I don't Maybe know. Maybe my butt cheeks need. It's just like everybody just feels so entitled to comment about each, like their li- everybody's lifestyle, but it's just like whatever, bros. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, um. I love that. <laughs> See, she could talk. Dude, let her talk. I don't say. Anything. No, man. I'm gonna ask you a question. No, she's eating pizza. So I'm gonna ask you. All right. Have you ever made a Star Trek zine? Because I see, yeah, that, you know what? Somebody beat me to that punch, and it is an amazing one. It is the Star Trek Omnibus. I oh, think, I've seen that one. Made yeah. episode by episode, mm-hmm. character by character. Like it is, it is one of the. It's you know, so you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. all the cutout and the way it and the language in it and the way it steadily kind of progresses is like you kind of see this like person. You know, escaping through the next generation <laughs> saga, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, really becoming one with the the, with the, of the show, yeah, yeah, right. The Q, with the Q of the show, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it's so good. I'm like, yeah, they they were wearing the visor. I'm struggling for more. I should have some more. So I was in an art show recently uh, that our friend um, Jones Mora mm-hmm. and the Santas, uh, another group they curate, and Daisy was in it. You mean Joan? Oh, that's her last name. Well, she uses Zeta or I don't know. She uses different Z's. Right. I don't know what it is to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> Z. And I we'll also just call like, it Z. Sure. Yeah. And but the I also of- know Joan because she was a volunteer at the Chicas Roqueras that I was sure. a part yes. of. Yes. Right, right, right. That's how I met her. But it's just like so cool that everybody like intertwines I'm like that constantly where I'll be at a show and I'll see two people walking and I'm like, those are two of my friends from disparate elements of my life mm-hmm. and they know each other yeah this is the weirdest shit well she's rad and she did this show uh it was like you know your happiness happiness as resistance is exactly. what it was called mm. and uh it kind of made me realize that i need to draw more or i need to make i need to write i need to express more of those things you know of like things that make you happy me me, me happy there's a song for that uh, what? Huh? If you're happy and you know it? No. The, 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 <laughs> clap your hands. What is it? The Express Yourself song? Express Yourself! Oh, yes. Sure. I had the other one. If it makes you happy. Oh, right. And I, There were three songs that, that's why I was kind of, uh, uh, oh. Happiness apparently is a very commercial commodity. Star Trek will be in there, so look out. Word. I got some Jordy, which is, which Jordy is your, Wharf mashups. Which is your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> which is your favorite Star Trek? Oh man! So I'm gonna have to go with probably the same Next Generation. That's okay. why I feel like I really don't need to go too deep into that. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to my uncle 
for taking me to a Star Trek convention when I was very young mm-hmm. and introducing me to strange magazines like Heavy Metal and we're just like he was just like the guy that was like you're not old enough for this this is like intense nerd stuff <laughs> but but when you're ready I'm gonna take you and I was like alright cool and then I went to my first Star Trek convention and cause that's kind of what cons were back in the day it wasn't yeah. like any kind of other con but uh all these other strands connected, and, and I was like, whoa, this is where all the things I love exist. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's kind of And what. then you ordered a subscription to Starlog and Cinefantastique, <laughs> and the world was never the same. Hey! <laughs> when did you get the description? Go to my house. What is that about? I read it. I read it. I read it. I read it. That's my rap. That's my... That's my <laughs> bars. <laughs> Tight. I you support guys want some it. More pizza? You guys want some? I'm okay, thank you. Right. Um, I'm good. Uh, if you guys, what is yours? What's that? What? What? what is What's your... my favorite? Yeah, uh, my favorite by far is DS9. That show is okay. that show is fucking amazing. Ron Moore's writing on that show is the fucking it's the best. Um, Iris the... Stephen Bear is the best showrunner. I gotta agree, it's really good writing. That show is so good. Also, the characters uh, were great. The characters are so good, and I fucking I love Cisco. Like uh, he's yeah. the most underrated captain. Yeah, yeah. Although Janeway, you know, she was really good. Janeway's cool, but also uh. she kind of like just stops. Like her character development just kind of stops as soon as Seven of Nine comes in. They're like, all right, we're just gonna give everything to Seven. Every <laughs> character's motivation is now Seven's. <laughs> we're gonna have no more Tuvok storylines. All of the conflict is now gonna center around her. It's terrible. It was a thing. Do you remember? She had like a big cult at that time. Oh, yeah. She was floating that shit. Jerry Ryan. Yeah. You know, the Borg itself was such a popular, like, oh yeah. God, the Borg. Well, also because like all of the, the aliens that they tried to introduce into Voyager that were like specifically Gamma Quadrant aliens, fucking, they sucked. Yeah. Like the only ones that were cool with the Jem'Hadar and the Jem'Hadar were like just basically predators. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of was their theme like throughout like going up after that. Mm-hmm. Like the nemesis thing. And yeah. Ones and like, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Anyway, we don't have to talk about Dominion was cool though. The Dominion, the Dominion is fucking rad. That was a good concept. And the Odo thing, that <laughs> reveal. Yep. Oh, and you're from that place. Yeah. It's really cool too because that show feels super relevant now, where we have this weird like word, you know, political landscape that's happening, which is basically the same thing that was happening at the same time, just worse. Mm-hmm. So, Can we all get along? Fucking A. I hope so. I don't know, man. Mm, I have faith. Part of me, so it's weird. It's like, I love people. Part of me is like, God damn it, people. It's kind of like a grandma, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, oh, you just a racist old grandma? I don't know about that. I mean, come on, dude. You got elected on fucking My grandma right? was racist, but I'm not going to be a racist grandma. That's she, true. she would say stuff like, "Why don't you just gonna like marry an old, you know, nice Mexican girl?" And I'm like, "Nah, nah. What do you mean? <laughs> She's really nice. Okay, I'm in love. <laughs> but, but um, I'm not gonna be like that with my. What, what are we talking about? Star Trek? We're talking about Star Trek. We're talking about <laughs> political landscape. Like that with my Star Trek. Yeah, you know, we're gonna be chill. Actually, it's kind of what the whole theme of Star Trek is. It's like all these different aliens in the ship, and it's like, we're getting shit done. There's no, like, you know, hey, you think we should, you know, I don't know, anyways. 
I love it. I love it. I love Star Trek too. You're not a Star Trek person, Daisy. That's okay. You could be. You could I'm be. I'm like. I like a lot. I, I mean, I like Star Trek. I like uh, Star Wars and all that stuff. But I'm not like a huge nerd like you guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, what? I'm not a nerd. Hey, there's different like types and categories and subgenres. Like, there's all kinds of nerds. I'm not a nerd, guys. I'm really cool, guys. Okay, I'm like really cool. Uh, I also think that I probably should revisit both Star Trek and Star because I haven't seen them in a very long time. Mm. Even the new, the new Star Wars. I was surprised by that. I liked the, the reloads. I was like, the third one was kind of mm, action, didn't go anywhere. I forgot what this was about, but it still looked pretty. Honestly, I just want to watch the new Star Wars because Diego Luna is in it. Mm-hmm. That's really it. <laughs> yeah. That's really it. That's really my reason for going. He's great, too. He's great in it. Um, word. Uh, well, where can people on the interwebs find you guys, and where should they go? Obviously, I know the answer to this, but where should they go to apply for LA Zine Fest? So, when the time comes a few days from now, on January 30th at 8 a.m. Pacific time, we will be making the LA Zine Fest application live and sharing it on our blog post mm-hmm. or on our website, which is essentially the WordPress blog site or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we will also be sharing it on our Instagram profile. Uh, we're going to post it on our Facebook and our Twitter. So if you're not following one of those, you should follow one of them. And then we also have a newsletter that we will be sending out to notify the people like in a cool. more direct fashion Word. about it being open. Oh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be good. It's a lot of people. I don't envy you guys having to sift through those applications, but I appreciate you doing it. Thank you. We're doing it for you. We're doing it for the people. Not to quote Bane. Yeah, I know, right? He <laughs> gave it back to you. <laughs> the people. Uh, word. All right. Can I give a shout out to someone very special? Yes. Is it your grandma? It's my dad. Oh. What up, CJ? Oh, yeah. I love you. My papa. My mama. My families. This, Is this supposed to be about? just your dad? Hey, I'm going to join my mom and she gave me life. True that. <laughs> Both of you, both of them did. All right. I support Takes it. Takes two to tango. I support it. Hey, love you guys. All right, thank you. I'm, I'm giving a shout out to my cat. She's fluffy. She's probably waiting for me to feed her fat butt. Is right her name now. actually fluffy? No, she's fluffy. She's fluffy. What's her name? Mochi. Mm. <laughs> oh, wait, more shout outs. <laughs> no, Rhea and, and Bianca, oh, yeah. Rhea and Bianca, and Meredith and Simon, who, who couldn't be here because yeah. they're also we're all very busy people. Sure, yeah. And um, Meredith, who is in Portland, also Simon is also in Portland. Mm-hmm. We love you. Come back. And also thank you, everyone that's ever like helped. Because oh my god, we always appreciate all your help. You guys are amazing. Scene Fest is really is a community, and we go nuts without. All that lovely, love, lovely, lovely support. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much. I know, honestly, for real, for real, yo, dog. <laughs> well, thank you guys for being on the show. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, thank you for having us. Bye. Oh, we are the world. We are the zinesters. Do it. Do it. Where are the zinesters? Comic at theactionhospital.com. Find me on Instagram at xdavebakerx. Same on Twitter 
And uh, come find me on the Facebooks, just Dave Baker. Uh, if you'd like to find the show, it's at meltcomics.com, uh, and it's obviously named, it's pronounced Zine. <laughs>